Thank you for tuning in to the Metamorpho Podcast with Pastor Abraham Asidu. This podcast is brought to you by Life City Campus Church, University of Ghana. Join us every week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we bring you spirit-filled messages that will transform your life and make you whole. You can listen to the Metamorpho Podcast on Spotify Podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, AudioMac, Google Podcast, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Now, the message from God's servant. We want to continue sharing these messages that are really life-changing. Amen. How many of you are being changed by the messages we are sharing? Let me see your hands. Wow. You see, I can bank every dollar in my account on these messages. Amen. They change people. Hallelujah. They change people. And last week, we got to a very wonderful place, and today we are going to take it up from there. Amen. I was telling you that consciousness is so important. See, do you know you only do things you are conscious of most of the time? You can do some things unconsciously, but the things you do unconsciously, you have become very conscious of them over a long time. See, so you can just do them. Now, you need to be very conscious of who you are and what you have. Amen. You need to be very conscious of who you are and what you have. Who you are and what you have. Who are you? You are a new creation. You are a born-again believer, right? And we have understood that to be born again, it means a lot. It doesn't mean to join a church. It means you have been created anew completely. Hallelujah. Amen. It means you have been created anew completely. Now, you need to believe that. Sometimes when we are sharing this message, it's like, ah, these people, they are trying to preach a certain kind of Christianity. so weird. It's so weird. What is this? I'm a new creation. Is it not my body? Where is the new creation? Is this not the same body that I had? Now, listen, I think I was sharing with Abigail when we were coming. In life, okay, what you say about yourself is how people relate to you. Do you know that? Those comedians, every day they come, they say they are stupid. They say they are foolish. So when people are talking, when they even want to talk something which makes sense. They say, oh, this guy, there. Yeah. See, that's what he says about himself. So it's important to say the right thing about yourself. But much more important is what God is saying about you. Much more important is what? What God is saying about you. So if you have to say this about yourself, good things about yourself, what about what God has to say about you? And you have to consciously put inside what God is saying about you. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The King James. It's a new creation. The other versions. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, that's what God's word is saying about anyone who is in Christ. Amen. How many of you here are in Christ? Let me see your hands. Okay, great. So, this morning, can you agree with God's word and what God is saying about you that if you are in Christ, then you are a new creation, then you are a new creature? Can you believe it? 
Wow. You have to believe it. You have to believe that you are a new creation. And when we say you are a new creation, it means you are a completely new person who never existed before. I know it sounds weird. Like, Pastor, it's me now. I'm still here. Before I became a new creation, you saw me. I'm a new creation. You have seen me. Why are you saying I never existed before? Now, that makes sense in the natural, doesn't it? It makes sense. It makes sense. But you see, have you ever heard this about God that the ways of God are not our ways? Have you ever heard it before? So that means you have to learn to reject your ways and your beliefs and what you think about yourself. And then embrace what God is saying about you. So important. So important. (sighs) I think next two weeks, you know, next week we are not meeting here. I told you about our Founders Day, right? The, our head pastor, we are celebrating him at Hachimata. We'll be taking you there, as many of you as can go. I believe most of you can go with us. And in November, he'll be coming here for three Super Sundays. Everybody say three Super Sundays. Three super Amen. So he will come, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a mighty visitation. Hallelujah. Amen. But when we return, that's next two weeks, and the rest of October, we are going to pump this thing inside. You see, you need to pound the word of God in. You must push it in. Have you ever heard this word brainwash? Brainwash, you know. Sometimes I watch some of these politicians. Eh? Some of these political people, eh? they push their agenda to their followers. And it's so strong that sometimes you meet a follower, that follower, they don't even know him anywhere, but he's on radio. And he's speaking so passionately. Hey, and this my government, and this my party. And I'm like, wow. He's been brainwashed by the political parties, whatever. And he's speaking so boldly. Have you ever encountered some of those people? Now, that is, I'm just giving you an idea of how much God's word should brainwash you. You must get to a place where you take this new creation thing as some people say, walk up. You are so passionate about it. And you will not let anybody spoil you out of the revelation that you are a completely new creation. It makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. If you want to overcome stress, you need to be conscious of the fact that you're a new creation. If you want to overcome sickness, you need to be conscious of the fact that you're a new creation. If you want to overcome every failure in life, you need to be conscious of this thing because it's real. Hallelujah. Amen. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He's a new creation. The King James says he's a new creature. Last week we saw it. If he's a new creature... It's a new creature. It's not a creature we already know. You say, oh, but pastor, you can't explain the word of God so simple like that. No, you have to receive the word of God like that. You don't have to be complex. He says it's a new creation. Then he says, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Wow. How many things have become new? Some of them. 50%. 80%. So why do you want to say, no, 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 no. You see, most of the time, it's not the devil who is fighting us. We ourselves. We are fighting the word of God because of what we know. We want the word of God to conform to what we know. But the Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the word. He didn't say, let the word of God be transformed to your thinking. You see? So, you can only experience God's word to the degree that the word has transformed your thinking. Hey. Now, so when we were closing last week, I was telling you, Three things. Think, talk, act. Everybody say think, talk, act. 
Let's say it again. Think. Talk. Act. Whatever God's word is saying about you, the first thing you have to do is to believe it, is to receive it. Alright? And then keep your mind there. Keep your mind on it. Some people, they think all these things that we are talking about, they are for use when we come to church. No, not really. When you come to church, you are usually not stressed out. When we finish the praise and worship, I can see that some of you, you see, you are smiling and you are not stressed out. In fact, you are in church, you even forget your troubles to a large extent. But the word of God is for daily use. Are you seeing it? So when you are out there, you have to use the word of God every day. And those of you who came very early, we were praying for grace in our hearts so we can speak the word of God boldly. You see, you need a consciousness of this thing that you are a new creation. If the consciousness is not there, you will never speak the word. How many of you haven't heard that it is in the Bible that by his tribes we were healed? How many of you? Everybody has heard. But why is it that when sometimes you are feeling like it seems a sickness is attacking you, you hear more of by pills and tabs, I'm healed. So you see, hey, I'm feeling this. Old. By the time you realize you had pills and tabs, oh, you are more conscious of pills and tabs. Pills and tabs are pharmacy on campus. <laughs> you are more conscious of pills and tabs. Yes, you know it's in the Bible that by his stripes we're healed, but you are not so conscious of it. Mm. It's not alive. It's not alive. You know? Listen. Most of the time, God wants us to give attention to the word and stay with the word. You see, you have to do your personal campaign with the word. Anytime you are seeing that something is trying to happen in your life, which is not in line with what God's word is saying, you have to give some room to the word and stay there. Sometimes you have to lock yourself up. That's why sometimes you have to get out of your room. You see? That's why you have to get out of your room. You have to get out of your room because... Sometimes you have to meditate on it and speak it and sometimes it could be loud. You see? But it is the word of God that will produce the results you need without any side effects. Hey. Hey. If you are not conscious of who you are and what you have on your inside, you will live like a natural man. Do you know David said concerning Saul, you know when Saul died, he said, Saul died as though he was never anointed. How many of you have heard that verse before? Saul died as though... Now watch it. Watch it. Saul died as though he was never anointed. Let's flip it the other way. Does it suggest to you that if somebody is anointed, if somebody is anointed, he probably is immune to something that Saul wasn't conscious of? Yes. Yes. David was sad. He said, ah. Saul died as if he was never anointed. As if he was never anointed. That means there's something about the anointing of God being on you. But the anointing of God being on you is one thing and you being conscious of it another. If you are born again, you are in Christ. You are a new creation. It actually means the life of Christ is in you. We already saw it. Galatians 2.20. Right? Now, as I'm talking to you right now, Abigail, do you know that all the life of Christ is in you right now. And when I say the life of Christ, I say, oh, yeah, pastor, it means eternal life. When we die, we wake up again. No. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the life you saw Jesus demonstrate on earth. Last week, I told you that Jesus didn't just come to die. He came to show us how to live. Because the Bible says, we died with him and we were raised together with him. So, he showed how to live it first. 
then he died so we can be raised with him into the same life. You know, the Bible says, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. That means the moment Jesus fell to the ground or he was crucified and he died, he raised us up with him. So after his resurrection, we became like him. Now it's time to live the life he lived to the full. To the what? To the what? Do you know Jesus said, the thief comes not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life. Hold on. Before Jesus came, weren't people living? When Jesus was talking to the people, weren't they alive? So what is he talking about? That they may have life. He is talking about this divine life. So Jesus came so that they would have the divine life instead of the natural life which he met them already having. That's why Jesus came. Then he says that they may have life and have it to the world. Oh, thank you. You got it. In fact, one verse says, and have it to the full till it overflows. So you see, you are living the life of Christ in every sense of it, in every situation. Hey, I think you have to take your time and see how Jesus lived. He was never conscious of lack. He was never conscious of sickness. He was never afraid of anything. You see, he was so conscious of his father. And he wants you to be very conscious of the life in you. Amen. So, do you agree now that the same life that was in Jesus is in you right now? And it's in you to the full? No, you answer me. Maybe you are looking at, Pastor, I don't see it in my life. You answer me. At least we are talking about what the word of God is saying, right? So, do you believe that according to God's word, the very same life that was in Jesus is also in you right now? You believe? So, I know there's a certain disconnect, right? From what you may be seeing in your life every day and what I am saying you have. That is where the consciousness comes in. Amen. My dear friends, you must know who you are and what you have. Because who you are and what you have is so much. It's so much. If you are not conscious of what you have, you can never release it. But you are supposed to be releasing what you have every day. Every day. Wow. Let's go to Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. Let me just show you something. You, you need this consciousness. You need this consciousness. You need this consciousness. Acts chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. Amen. Wow. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask arms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an arms. Verse 4. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Now hold it. You see, by the time Peter told the guy to look on them, okay, there was an activation of a certain consciousness. He asked them for silver. They didn't have it physically. Just watch it. He asked them for gold. They didn't have it. I mean, it means money. Papers and coins, if you can put it. He asked them for any of them. He didn't have it on them. But Peter was aware of something they were carrying inside. Hey. Hey. That one, you don't put it in the pocket. 
You see, maybe Peter had five trousers. He hung the other one, so all the denarii and the rest were in that pocket. And he picked a different one. You see, he was going to pray. He was going to pray. Huh. So he wasn't going to buy things. He wasn't thinking about putting money on him. But whichever situation he found himself, he was conscious of something he carried. No, this one, you carry it inside. It's not about clothes. It's inside. Hey, that's the life of God I'm talking. It's inside you right now. Now listen, what we are going to read eh? Don't say, oh, but pastor, this man, he was, Peter was the apostle. Hey, pastor, do you know, Peter is the one Jesus said, I will build my church unto you. Hey, please, hold on. The same life that was in Jesus, if that is the same life that is in you, how can you say that the life that is in Peter is higher than the life that is in you? Oh. Do you believe that the same life that is in Jesus or was in Jesus is the same life that is in you right now? Then why should you think for a moment that the life that Peter was operating in is higher than the life that you have? Because the life that Peter was operating in is not higher than the life Jesus had. Is it not true? So can you believe that the same life that was working in Peter is the same life that's working in you right now? Or at least it's in you right now. It's there. It's there. Right? Okay, so let's read verse... Six. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none. Now listen to the other one. Shout it. But such as I have, give I thee. You see, Peter knew he had something. That is consciousness. That is consciousness. Saul didn't know he was that anointed. Saul didn't know. He was anointed. But he didn't really know what it meant. So you see, David is reflecting on Saul's life. He says, Saul died as though he was never anointed. That means, if you have this life in you, my dear friends, the way you live should be different. It should But it is also factual that if you are not conscious of this life, you will live as though you never have this life. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? He said what? Such as I have. Such as I have. Such as I have. That one he has. He didn't have money in his pocket, but there was something else he had. And he says, I can give it. That's the meaning of having the life to the full, to the overflow. So now, it's not like, oh, I have the life of God in me. It's just in you. No, it can flow out. It can flow out. It can flow out. You see, if you are not conscious that this life can flow out, if somebody in your room falls sick or is behaving funny, you will not think of praying for the person. Oh, how many of you, you saw your roommate say, oh, my head is Brother, your head, let me pray. Let me pray for you. Let me lay my hands. How many of you tried? <laughs> You are not conscious that there's something in you. Some people, like, they think, oh, pastor, you know, no, I believe you, but today I have not prayed. Oh. See, there are people who are now going to pray. Watch it. They had not returned from prayer. They were now going to pray. It's a consciousness. It's a consciousness. It's a consciousness. But he was so conscious of this life. He was so conscious of this life. You see, Paul was so conscious of this life that one day he was preaching. And one guy was sitting at the window. His name is Eutychus. The guy was listening to Paul and he was dozing off. Paul, oh yes, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Paul's preaching sometimes, they were a bit long. Then the guy dozed off and fell from the third floor. 
down. So just watch it. Apostle Paul, you are talking too much. You are doing Jesus, Jesus. The guy has fallen down. He's dead. Your service has, sorry, no. Your service has turned to funeral. Just imagine that, let's say you were preaching somewhere, then somebody just dropped, <laughs> just dropped, and then he died. Do you know that everybody's attention will go to that thing right now? Then they'll be looking, oh, so for, do something here. So, Pastor, hey, Pastor, so, Pastor, the guy is dying. Yo. That's what happened to Paulo. And the guy didn't fall from the first floor, he fell from the third floor. Third floor. Third floor. Now, if Paul didn't do anything, all the messages is preaching, he would, his net would have negated it. <laughs> so, Paul rushed down. Oh, you want me to show you the verse? <laughs> I'll show it to you. Thank you for tuning in to the Metamorpho Podcast with Pastor Abraham Asidu. This podcast was brought to you by Life City Campus Church, University of Ghana. Join us every week on Monday. Wednesday and Friday as we bring you spirit-filled messages that will transform your life and make you whole. You can listen to the Metamorpho podcast on Spotify podcast, Amazon Music, Apple podcast, Audiomac, Google podcast, Podbean and SoundCloud. Be part of our in-person services Thursday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 12 p.m. at the Lagan Hall Chapel, University of Ghana. God bless you.